of live web cameras, security, or body cams, and every other monitoring device, is the loss of personal witness. All of the above have the power to show us things, sometimes 360 and high definition. Perhaps we can even hear things that we would never have heard before. But none of that equals personal witness. I was reminded of that recently from my mom and dad. They went down to Florida, as they usually do in the spring, for a couple of weeks. And I discovered that the whole condo resort on the beach is filled with cameras. And so I told them, not only is Big Brother watching you, but number one son is watching. I am number one, by the way. The firstborn. I, from my seat here in Kennett Square at my desk, I could see the beach they were sitting on, the pool, and even their front porch. It was kind of weird. For one thing for sure, I was not there. I was not a witness. If anything, I was a creeper. And you know, there's a lot of creepers today. You and I as human beings, we can be creepy. We really can. Which is why the value of witness is such a gift. It's such a magnificent call that we're all capable of. In fact, we need. In its origin in Greek, the word witness is martyr. It evokes skin and bones. It's having skin in the game. It's being all there. And it's easy for us not to be all there. But when we are, we are witnessing. And the greatest witness of all is Jesus. He is a witness to God the Eternal Father. All that the Father is, all that the Father is about. It is Jesus who witnessed him. He bore witness with his entire life. He was sent into this world by the Father. He revealed the Father to us and all that we have seen and learned from Jesus. That there is a heaven and a hell. That human life is significantly precious in the eyes of God. He loves it. He loves you. our salvation, that he who created us has not given up on us. Jesus spent his life witnessing to the Father, making him known. And he did that not only with his teaching and words, but his deeds and actions. And over the past 40 days, we have witnessed the glory of the Father. The resurrection is the direct action of God the Father, 
who raised his son from the grave. And that son has shown us the path to life, of fulfillment, the way to eternal life. As we approach the end of this long and beautiful time of Easter, and this is the last week, we are given this time to prepare for the coming of the Holy Spirit, who enables us to be witnesses. And what a beautiful week this week is. You know, if all we've done is seen and heard God, I, I think that that's good, but it may not be enough. I was thinking of this, the first reading talks a lot about Judas, right? He heard and saw God. He lived with Jesus for three years. Or how about even the devil himself? I mean, he knows God to a certain degree. He saw him and heard him. Could it be that you and I who hear the word of God every Sunday, you and I who are taught about him, who have seen the events of Jesus' life, could it be that we're like that? Could it be that we're mere creepers in the Christian story? I think it can happen. I are called to be witnesses. And the only way that that happens, the only way our skin and bones are involved in is not just that we bring our skin and bones to church, but that we allow that skin and bone to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has great power to form Jesus in us. The Holy Spirit enables us to be Jesus, to not only see, hear, and know God, but to live Him. And without the Holy Spirit, Christianity is, is I mean, it's a nice thing, but nothing more. God, the Holy Spirit, doing his work in us. I think when Chris Rogers gets to heaven, and if we all stand before God someday, and I think we will, God the Father is going to be looking for his Son in us. That's what he's going to be looking for. Is he going to see Jesus in us? Because that's... That's what enables us to enter the kingdom, Jesus. And it's only to the extent that Jesus has been formed in us, that we have become him, that we not just believe in him, but we believe like him, that the Father will receive us. We're all familiar with the coming of God at Christmas. The second person of the Trinity, 
And the church gives us the beautiful season of Advent. And we remember the Blessed Mother, pregnant with Jesus, ready to give birth. But what about God, the Holy Spirit? He's as much God as Jesus is. And his coming is next week at Pentecost. It would seem to me that this week can be a beautiful Advent for us. Mary did her job. She's the spouse of the Holy Spirit. She brought God into this world. And yet it still needs to be done in us through the Holy Spirit. If I might suggest for all of us this week, I'd invite three things. Make room for the Holy Spirit this week. When I was at the high school dances, the priest used to stand on the stage, shine the flashlight, gentlemen, make room for the Holy Spirit. Spirit.